Welcome to the Time with Flora podcast, where we talk, learn, and grow together. My name is Flora Omoserida, and I am a certified coach, workplace conflict mediator, and training facilitator. As a coach, I work with clients who are management professionals and individuals who are looking to elevate their personal effectiveness so that they can achieve the life career goals they want. Welcome to my podcast, where I share stories about life and career from me and my guests. It's another Time with Flora podcast, and here is my guest, Joan Chinelo Onachuku. My name is Onachuku Joan Chinelo. I am from Imo State, Nigeria, that's Eastern Nigeria. I am an economist and a developmental practitioner, currently working on a World Bank project with Newmap Nigeria. I actually enjoy the social impact space a lot. Anything that has to do with um, improving the lives of people, you know, trying to see how I, how I could bridge that inequality, the economic inequality that Nigerians face between the men and the women. Yes, that's one thing I'm interested in. I'm also interested in strategic business relationships. Uh, what I mean by that is I enjoy being like a think tank for businesses, trying to see how I could help businesses grow, which is part of what I do in the job I'm in currently. I'm part of a business community called Bedrock Initiative Business Community. We are about um, raising passionate learners and enlightened millionaires. And currently we are working on a business week titled Oweri Business Week, which is about um, bringing the Made in Oweri brand businesses visible to the world. Just like you have it in Lagos and you have in Abuja and you have in Port Harcourt. So we're trying to see how we can improve and work on the Oweri brand on its own. One of the things that really caught my attention when we first met, I, I was introduced to you as uh, a mentor through the WIMBIS program. And I was really uh, taken by the fact that you were very clear and secure in your interest in focusing on social impact. And I, I just wondered if you could talk about how you actually got to that space of realization that this was a path that you wanted to follow. What what was the trigger? What was the uh, the you know the genesis I guess you're involved in quite a few projects. You're also um, writing as well. Um, so how do you feel you're doing? So Here's a little secret about me. I am a huge fan of the Princess Diana of Wales, the late Princess Diana. Yes. So even ever since I was little, I always anything that had to do with Princess Diana, I always liked to read it. I was just intrigued by her. And I think I actually fell in love with her personality of giving back to the society in as much as she was born in a regal home with a certain standard. She still had love for people generally princess diana would go to any country and be with any kind of person and be comfortable about it all she thought about was about making life better so yes i think she's 
she's a, a, a huge mentor in that area for me yes and in the social media space the job i do currently is part of that yes so we are about trying to see how we could elevate elevate the erosion issue in the east and this also involves in so this also involves um, restructuring the business pattern of the people in in those areas. For instance, there's a lot of dredging and desertification caused by cutting down of trees and all that. So not right now we encourage them you plant more trees. You look for alternative business solutions. I give them alternative business solutions to work on, and then I follow it up and see how how the business can grow you know how it can be sustainable that's the word sustainable business growth you are clearly very very passionate about what you do and it, and it's great to hear it um it really is because you are you are still young in your career which is really amazing uh with the passion and the focus and all the work that you're doing I, I, I wonder, though, uh, the reality is that uh, in Nigeria at the moment, which is where you are um, doing your work, uh, we have some really serious uh, security security issues. Uh, there are a lot of um, underpinning uh, political challenges as well. Uh, none so uh, in the east, which is uh, where you're located and where you do a lot of your work. And a lot of that work ideally should be work that is done physically uh, in the community, right? Uh, social impact, working within the community and so on. And I just wonder what, given the current security and political climate, are you finding it being a challenge uh, to be able to do the work that you're supposed to do in the way that you would ideally want to do it? The East is the East is riddled with security issues currently. So the challenge of going to these communities as freely as we used to has actually reduced drastically. Uh, initially, we used to go with our branded vehicles, but currently we decided not to do that. And it, it doesn't mean to say that the community members are bad people. No, they are not bad people they're actually really amazing people it's just that some of them i mean come on they're always in any every in most situations or in a situation you always find divergence you know so i think that's just the case and you can't really know who is who so because of that we don't go with branded vehicles we go with uh we just book a uh, uh, transport service that could take us there because the, the aim of everything is that this work has to be done no matter what this work has to be done and then of course we send reports so i think that was one step and then we reduced how we how we uh, went to these communities frequently so instead we chose to do virtual through virtual means, maybe WhatsApp or via calls. So instead of going to these communities like maybe three times in a week or twice in a week, we just go maybe once in a week. You know, except we have serious, uh, serious situations to fix. So that's just how it's been it's been handled currently, and we hope that it will get better. But while all this is happening, while we are trying to see how we can make Nigeria better, yes, it's we still need to work 
and, and these businesses need to thrive. So we call them, we keep in touch with them and say, oh, how's your business doing? I remember even during COVID, when COVID initially started with the lockdown, we just did, we just had the, for my, 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 for my line of work, we just took a short break so we could understand what the pandemic was really about, you know. But when we, when we had the, the precautionary, precautionary measures sent in by WHO on what to do, how to sanitize yourself, wear your nose masks, oh, we started doing that. But then we went to these communities, but not as frequently as we used to. Yes, because the the world for the world to be a better place, you have to you have to walk towards. You can't just sit down and let it be a better place. You have to walk towards making it a better place. So I'm I'm curious about your thoughts. We are seeing in Nigeria a, a huge wave of particularly young professionals exiting the country to move elsewhere, find their their fortunes, start new lives in other countries. There's a big exodus going on at the moment. It has been going on for a while. What What are your thoughts about this trend? The rights of it, the wrongs of it. What are your thoughts? That's right. A lot of people are leaving the country. And I can't really blame them much. Uh, using the example you made of the doctors leaving the country, I mean, I have two doctors in my family, two of my siblings are doctors, and I know they're not being paid as much as the counterparts outside the country, and they work so hard. I can't blame them. If people have to leave to get a better life, it's fine. I think that's the right of it. You know, they have, they have, every human has the, has the, right to enjoy a better life so yes they could leave if they want to but then it's not just about leaving alone when you leave what would you do later on how can you make it better how can you influence these policies that we have in the government what can we do to make it better how can we impact whatever structure has been, has been kept in our institutions? How can we scrap off this bureaucracy? How can we stop injustice? So while you're out there, have it at the back of your mind that there's a lot of work to be done in your home country because home will always be home, no matter what. So yes, you could leave if you have to, but there are some people that also can't leave. And when you can't leave, what would you do? Why don't you stay back and work on it and make, make your country better? Or make your space better, no matter what. So that's what it's about. Thank you for listening to the Time with Flora podcast. This podcast was produced and edited by me, Flora Omosera. You can support the Time with Flora podcast by becoming a patron. As a patron of this podcast, you will be entitled to benefits including one-to-one catch-up time with me, mentoring and coaching. To become a patron of this podcast, go to www.patreon.com slash time with Flora, one word. That's www.patreon.com slash time with flora 
Thank you.